impart your knowledge to us, for we are here to learn. Baruch Adonai, Eloheinu Melech HaOlam, the HaShabbat. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who brings the Sabbath, the Shabbat. Amen. Now my message today to you is titled, Understanding the Sacrifice. Or it can be subtitled, Trying to Understand the Sacrifice. Uh, I'm going to start with going back in years when um, when I was between the ages of four and twenty two years old. Uh, my parents and family belonged to a conservative Jewish congregation by the name of Congregation Ovasetic Shera Torah in Boardman, Ohio. The head of the congregation was Rabbi Turetsky. He was a man in his late 40s, and he looked very much like Yul Brenner. Now, you may be familiar with Yul Brenner. He was the actor that played Pharaoh in the movie The Ten Commandments with Charlton Heston. Uh, A little bit of uh, what Rabbi Turetsky looked like. He was uh, tall and slender, and he was bald on top. And Rabbi Turetsky was a very dynamic and stern speaker. And he was also loud at times, too. So I remember one of Rabbi Turetsky's famous sayings uh, as he would come up on the Shabbat to start to speak. He would say this, I wish I had a button up here that I could press and make all the back people sitting in the back rows move automatically to the front. He was so dynamic and stern in speaking that everybody was afraid to sit up front with Rabbi Tarowski. Everybody was sat way in the back. Now, Rabbis, uh, his sermons were, for example, he would dealt with principles taught to him at the conservative rabbinic college, the yeshiva. And he would highlight his messages by the Talmud, the oral law. Um, he would say this, that these principles would affect you in your daily lives and 
they would affect the politics of the day. Also at Ovisetic, the Torah was read each Shabbat by the cantor in Hebrew, but there were Torah books, the Humash, at the congregation's seats. In the Torah book, Hebrew was on one side and English was on the other side of the page. During the Torah service, not too many people would be able to grasp the Hebrew. They did not understand it. And there was not very much time to understand the English to read it. I would say this, that very few if any of the members of the congregation of Ovasetic understood the sacrifice at that time. I did not understand the sacrifice at that time. I did know what a sacrifice fly ball was. That's the term in baseball. When a batter hits a ball to the outfield, and it's caught for an out. And the runner on base would move up to the next base. And if the next base was home plate, a run would be scored. The batter made a sacrifice out to allow the runner to advance. Now turning back to what we're here for today. To understand and try to understand the sacrifice, I'm going to start at a part of the beginning of the Torah or Bible in Genesis 4, and this will be in verse 2. Which says, In addition, she gave birth to his brother, Abel. Now that is Eve giving birth to Abel. Abel kept sheep, while Cain, his other brother, worked the soil. In the course of time, Cain brought an offering to Adonai from the produce of the soil. And Abel two brought from the firstborn of his sheep, including their fat. Adonai accepted Abel's and his offering, but did not accept Cain and his offering. Cain was very angry, and his face fell. Adonai said to Cain, Why are you angry? Why so downcast? If you are doing what is good, shouldn't you hold your head high? And if you don't do what is good, sin is crouching at the door. It wants you. But you can rule over it. Cain had words with Abel, his brother. Then one time, when they were in the field, Cain turned on Abel, his brother, and killed him. 
Adonai said to Cain, Where is Abel, your brother? And he replied, I don't know. Am I my brother's guardian or keeper? He said, What have you done? The voice of your brother's blood is crying out to me from the ground. This was the first offering or sacrifice spoken of in the Torah. Keep in mind that the term blood was a part of this reading. I went and I looked up the definition of sacrifice in the Webster's Dictionary. It says, an offering as of a life or object to a deity. And a second meaning, a giving up of one thing for the sake of another. So, going back to an early part of the Torah, the second time an offering is mentioned is is Genesis 8. It says, after Noah and his family and the animals went out of the ark onto dry ground, Noah built an altar to Adonai. Then he took from every clean animal and every clean bird, and he offered burnt offerings on the altar. Adonai smelled the sweet aroma, and Adonai said in his heart, I will never again curse the ground because of humankind. Since the imaginings of a person's heart are evil from his youth, nor will I ever again destroy all living things as I have done. So long as the earth exists, sowing time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, and day and night will not cease. We are beginning beginning to understand from the word, what sacrifice means. Man's evil is a part of it. And further in Torah, we are introduced to Malkisedek. This is at the time of Avram. Malkisedek was the king of Salem. He brought out bread and wine to bless Avram. He was a Kohen, a priest, of El Elyon, the God Most High. Ah, a Kohen, a priest. This is the first mention of one in the Bible. This is another element that God connects with the sacrifice. Later, Avram is instructed to do a sacrifice. 
As God said to him, I am Adonai who brought you out from Ur Kazdim to give you this land as your possession. Avram replies, How will I know that I will possess it? God answers, Bring me a three-year-old cow, a three-year-old female goat, a three-year-old ram, a dove, and a young pigeon. He brought him all these. He cut the animals in two and placed pieces opposite each other. But he did not cut the birds in half. After the sun had set, there was a thick darkness, a smoking pot, and a flaming torch appeared which went and passed through the animal parts. That day, Adonai made a covenant with Avram. I have given this land to your descendants from the body of Egypt to the great river Euphrates and all the territory of the tribes. Adonai links this sacrifice to the gift, the land to the people of Avram, the people of Israel. Then later in time, God tests Abraham. Abram's name was changed to Abraham. And this is in Genesis chapter 22. Saying to him, Take your son, your only son, whom you love, Isaac, and go to the land of Moriah. There you are to offer him as a burnt offering on a mountain that I will point out to you. But the angel of Adonai calls off this offering that Abraham would have followed through on and substitutes a ram caught in the bushes in place of Isaac in place of him for the sacrifice. He sees that carrying through with this sacrifice is a determination of one's mind. The That is the point of a sacrifice. It is a determination of our minds. In another example from Torah, now as Yaakov, Jacob, was leaving from Laban, his uh, father-in-law, they made a covenant with each other of separation, placing stones in a pile 
and a standing stone as witness between them, that they would not pass beyond the stones, and they would not cause harm between them. Laban then says this to Jacob, May the God of Abraham and the God of Nahar, the God of their fathers, judge between us. But Jacob swore by by the one his father Isaac feared, the true God, Adonai. After this takes place, Jacob offers a sacrifice on the mountain and invited his kinsmen to the meal. They ate the food and spent the whole night on the mountain. We see that there is a connection of importance of an important event with and to God that sacrifices then take place. In the Torah, the book of Exodus has increasing references to sacrifices. During the plague of insects upon the Egyptians, Pharaoh summoned Moses and Aaron and said, Go and sacrifice to your God in this land. But Moses replied, It would be inappropriate for us to do that because the animal we sacrifice to Adonai, our God, is a abomination to the Egyptians. And would not the Egyptians kill us for doing this? We will go three days journey in the desert and sacrifice to Adonai, our God, as he has ordered us. Pharaoh then says, call these insects off and I will let you go but you are not to go very far away. As God hardened Pharaoh's heart. This leads to the tenth plague and an important sacrifice. Adonai spoke to Moses and Aaron to tell the assembly of Israel On the tenth day of this month, each man is to take a lamb for his family. Your animal must be without defect, a male in the first year. On the fourteenth day, it will be slaughtered at dusk, and some of the blood will be smeared on two sides and on the top of the doorframe. They were to roast the meat in fire and eat all of it in a hurried manner. 
This was the Pesach, a Passover lamb as named by Moses. Its blood saved the people of Israel from the tenth plague of death of the firstborn. As we know the story, they were free to leave Egypt that night. Upon their travels on Mount Sinai, Adonai warns Moses to tell the people of Israel not to make gods of silver or gold for themselves. For me, you will need make only an altar of earth. On it, you will sacrifice your burnt offerings, peace offerings, sheep, goats, and cattle. In every place where I cause my name to be mentioned, I will come to you and bless you. To, to sum up the book of Exodus about offerings, I found two parts of this sacrifice to help us with one's understanding. God says this, The firstborn of your sons you are to give to me. You are to do the same with your oxen and your sheep. It is to stay with its mother seven days, and on the eighth day you are to give it to me. And secondly, when Moses wrote down all the words of Adonai, he then built an altar at the base of the mountain. He had the men offer burnt offerings and peace offerings of oxen to Adonai. Moses collected half of the blood in, in a basin and the other half he splashed against the altar. He read the book of the covenant aloud to the people. Everything that Adonai has spoken, we will do and obey, said the people of Israel. Moses took the blood, sprinkled it on the people, and said, This is the blood of the covenant, which Adonai has made with you in accordance with all these words. Again, the elements of sacrifice, the blood, the covenant of God from his words, the commandments, the mitzvot given to the people of Israel. As we continue to study in Torah the parts of Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy, we find that God gives many details in his commandments for offerings and sacrifices. Also, all through scripture, there is many references to sacrifice. So numerous are these that I could not cover them all for you today.
So what I did was I went to pick out a few shortened parts of this for all of you to think about. It will help in your understanding. I have eight points of scripture about sacrifice that I found worthy of mention. Point one. When you bring an offering to Adonai, it could be a bull, ram, lamb, dove, or pigeon, all without blemish or defect. All of the best that you possess, these are made especially holy before the Lord. Point two, for the burnt offering, this must be a male without defect. Point three, the priest Aaron or the sons of Aaron, the Kohanim, are to carry out the sacrifice. They are to place their hand upon the head of the bull or goat to make it accepted on his behalf to make atonement for him who has offered it. They are to take the blood and splash it against the altar. Point four, the sacrifice can only be done at the place where Adonai designates it. This is the altar of the tent of meeting. And later Adonai designates the altar of the holy temple of Jerusalem. Point five, all of the people of Israel were to bring an offering and sacrifice on the Shabbat and on Rosh Chodesh. There were various reasons God states for the sacrifices, such as the peace offering, the burnt offering, sin offering, guilt offering, purification offering, and wave offering. Point six. God designates the appointed times of the year to bring the offerings. That's from Leviticus chapter 23. First is Pesach, Passover. Next, first fruits, or the holiday of Shavuot. Next, the Rosh Chodesh of the seventh month on the first day, which is coming up this week, the holiday of Rosh Hashanah. That's the first of Tishrei, the known as the head of the year. Also, an offering is brought on the tenth day of the seventh month. <clears throat> that is the holiday of Yom Kippur. And the 15th day of the seventh month on the holiday of Sukkot. God, in the, my seventh point, is God states in Deuteronomy that the blood is the life and you are not to eat the blood. 
It is to be poured out on the ground like water. And the eighth point is once a year on the day of Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement, the Kohen Gadol, the high priest, is to take the sacrifice of a bull and a goat as a sin offering. He is to take their blood together and splash it on the horns of the altar and take the blood to the holy ark and dip seven times to apply the blood to the ark. This is to make atonement for all of Israel for that year. It's only done once a year. And this is to be done throughout your generations. It is especially holy to Adonai. Now, as I studied the scriptures about sacrifices, the dedication of the holy temple in Jerusalem caught my eye. Listen to this as it is stated in 1 Kings chapter 8. King Solomon and the whole community of Israel assembled in his presence in front of the ark. Sacrificing sheep and oxen in numbers beyond counting or recording. shows the first dedication of the Holy Temple was done in such a greatness of sacrifice. Well, today, we do not have the Holy Temple, nor do we have the Tent of Meeting. We do not have the Kohen Gadol, the High Priest, neither. So, as far as thinking about the sacrifice, we as Messianic Jewish first think of Yeshua HaMashiach. Correct? See, head's nodding. But to understand the sacrifice, God's word leads us to his his scriptures. Such as Psalm 50, that states, Listen, my people, I am speaking Israel. I am testifying against you. I, God, your God, I am not not rebuking you for your sacrifices. Your burnt offerings are always before me. I have no need for a bull from your farm or for male goats from your pens. For all the forest creatures are mine already, as are the animals on a thousand hills. He further states, Do I eat the flesh of bulls? Or drink the blood of goats? Offer thanksgiving as your sacrifice to God. 
Pay your vows to the Most High and call on me when you are in trouble. I will deliver you and you will honor me. And later in this psalm, it finishes with, Whoever offers thanksgiving as his sacrifice honors me. And to him who goes the right way, I will show the salvation of God. God also gave us some understanding of sacrifice through the prophet Isaiah. With this messianic connection in Isaiah 53. Like a lamb led to be slaughtered. Like a sheep silent before its shearers. Further in this chapter of Isaiah it states. By knowing. In quotes. His pain and sacrifice. My righteous servant makes many righteous. It is for their sins that he suffers. All of us can think and connect this to Messiah. In the Brit Hadashah, the New Covenant, the book of Hebrews chapter 9, it states a clear meaning of Messiah and sacrifice. It says this, Further he, the Messiah, did not enter heaven to offer himself over and over again. Like the high priest who enters the holiest place year after year with blood that is not his own, for then he would have had to suffer death many times. From the founding of the universe on. But as it is, he has appeared once at the end of the ages in order to do away with sin through the sacrifice of himself. Just as human beings have to die once, but after this comes judgment, so also the Messiah, having been offered once to bear the sins of many, will appear a second time, not to deal with sin, but to deliver those who are eagerly waiting for him, as we are. To understand sacrifice, we must ask of, the, of our Lord for answers and search his word. The question to us is, <clears throat> are we a sacrifice? Yeshua was the greatest sacrifice and the final sacrifice for all. And he atoned for our sins, then returned to life. 
He was pure, sinless, and righteous. He asks us to follow him. Yeshua said this, Yes, indeed, I tell you that whoever trusts in me will also do the works that I do. If we are to be a sacrifice acceptable to Adonai, we must strive in our lives to be like Messiah Yeshua and trust in him to become pure, sinless, and righteous. Lord, we we pray to you at this time, Lord, that uh, we want to further our understanding of the sacrifice. Lord, help us to do this. Reach us, Lord, with your word. Lord. And we just offer our thanksgiving, the greatest thanksgiving to you for Messiah Yeshua, your son, that he was the sacrifice for all of us. Lord, we bless and we keep you. Lord, and we praise you forever and ever in the name of Yeshua. Amen.